And welcome into Mustache, a drinking podcast. Andrew and Quinn here, as usual, your host this week. It is Mixology 201 is what I'm naming it, Quinn. I hope that's okay. 201? Yeah, that sounds good. 201. We're getting into the advanced uh, economics of drinking. <laughs> Quinn, you we have a... The tariff is on Irish whiskey. <laughs> the tariff on Irish whiskey? Well, Irish whiskey is a little expensive at the store, so probably, uh, probably more than it should be. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Quinn, we have a guest on this week. Um, uh, this these are all your guests. My my friends are not uh, versed in the ways of making drinks, so I'll let you do the introduction. Uh, well, so working in restaurants, I always like to make friends with the bartender because they really liked flavor. And sure, it's because it's because they'll at... give you a heavy pour if you're friends with them, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, but this is Ashley. She's one of the best bartenders I know. Um, Ashley, welcome. I was gonna say something mean, and like he's like they're all your friends, and I was gonna be like, like I never said we were friends, but uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I actually oh, I I do, the, I do the same thing if I make a drink because. So the better people to ask because no one wants like a 19 year old hungover server's opinion you know you got like a chef who actually can tell you what to do different and it's like mm, you, tastes like this so i think that uh, get enough from getting disadvantaged the next time we play D. &D. <laughs> okay. Ooh. okay well Ooh. get super intense i mean <laughs> <laughs> Quinn took no, it too I, far. I did. I did. D and D no, is I, off limits. It is sacred. Quinn, for years, in fact, in an interesting turn, it took me two years to get into that D and D group. So back the fuck up. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh, it's important to uh, always like leverage front and back of house for drinks. Just in the fact that like. I don't know, puts no better about the drink taste. I don't know. I don't want to say that, but. I mean, Quinn's palate is pretty refined compared to the average person coming into a restaurant. And being a server, I can tell you that uh, the things Quinn can taste in drinks, I flat out cannot. <laughs> just as a fact. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I guess I just think that yeah, I cooks especially like yeah, Quinn Quinn was a chef when I worked with him and you could literally go in and be like, needs sugar. He wouldn't tell you what sugar, like whether that was like honey, agave, whatever, you do your thing, but like it needs it sugar. needs sweetness. Or <laughs> yeah, needs acid, sweetness. That's what you always said. Sweetness. Some... That's what you always said. Needs some yes. sweetness, needs some acid. Can we put some herb in it? And, and taste good and also what is in this <laughs> that was my and, most common question and then you knew when it was good because quinn or whatever chef was back there would just go they just walk away they just take the glass and walk away yep. you're like well, what the yep. hell was that <laughs> like, i need to, to investigate this further and once i give <laughs> you a comment i have to give it back so silence and walk 
uh, some of my favorites would be when one of you took it and then just walked away and started handing it around to the other cooks, talking about it in front of me, but nobody talked to me. And I was like, I made the drink, you guys. I need, like, the information. And you guys would talk to each other. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, that would definitely happen. And I was friends with everybody. Like, I'm not just a random bartender. Like, <laughs> we just all started talking about, oh, what could we pair with this? We could do, okay, yeah. Um, we don't have any langoustines in stock. All right. We're Actually, not going to get those is- until Valentine's Day. Can we do this on Valentine's Day? We'll get to the introductions in a second, but I think it's most important. What are you drinking tonight? Um. So my favorite drink, is a gin gimlet. Uh, they're delicious. They're classically done with gin. Sometimes, well, now the commonality is vodka, but that's just because, like, vodka, I don't know, but they're classically done with gin, and it's gin, lime juice, and simple syrup. Anybody who tells you it's done with roses, lime juice, it's a liar. And, uh, uh, I guess a splash of soda if you want to get like real nuts, but that's my favorite classic drink. I drink them all the time. All right, all right, Quinn. Do you want to explain to us what psychotic hell you put in a glass today? Oh my God. Well, you just don't like orange juice because you're <laughs> fucked in the head. I will. I don't like orange juice in an alcohol drink either. I'll agree with that because no, no. I drink orange juice with breakfast. Do I don't drink it in that... alcohol. Mm-hmm. I hate orange he juice. Per, he will drink cranberry juice over mm-hmm. orange juice. One hundred percent. Just as a breakfast drink. No, uh-uh. Neither as just Ooh. a breakfast drink. Oh, mimosa okay. is made. Listen to me. Mimosa is made, is made with orange juice. Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. Actually, Period. Actually, will you side with Adrian oh, in this? Mimosas are made with orange juice. People offer you. There we go. People Vomit. offer you juice variations which i think is like a fun switch up like and also like allows for people who like like i don't drink orange juice because i like it as my non-alcoholic breakfast i just drink really big ass glasses of champagne if i'm going out to brunch you know what i mean and like so i like that the the drink is orange juice and champagne i got quinn on this one Thank you. I, I, I appreciate hearing sanity. Uh, agree to g- disagree, on the, on the uh, but you're wrong. Sometimes. <laughs> um, but this week I'm drinking a, I don't know what to call it. A mimosa driver. Yeah, I like that one. Is, I think, my best. best Scrumosa. Scrumosa. Uh, but a basically, driven cell. As, as I've been doing the last couple of weeks Not after I've made my uh, prickly pear-infused gin and vodka, uh, I've started to use them on the podcast. And this week I'm using the vodka, which is a float on top of a mimosa. And it has a beautiful like tequila sunrise look to it. Um, I sent you guys pictures if you want to take a look. Float? Uh, but I'm a... Not really a float. It just topped with and it didn't fully mix in. So it it's not a real float because I didn't really use a spoon to separate it. Yeah, so it's not really a float because I just kind of poured it in. But it tastes delicious. Uh, you get the prickly pear kind of on the back end of it. 
starts out really strong with the orange and just general mimosa flavor. It would have been a whole lot better if I didn't buy the absolute cheapest champagne uh, <laughs> because I, I, I everyone does that. I, I was just saying, a, I was laughing because yeah. that's a thing. Like that, you buy Brute just because. Whatever the cheapest is. Oh yeah, Andre Brute. It's not good. No. But do you I'm know what? Actually, juice. can I throw a fun fact in really quick? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Ben probably freaking knows this because he knows all the facts, but uh, champagne actually has to come from the Champagne region of France. That's why it's so expensive because it's a tiny re- region in France, which is already tiny. Brutes are grape grown in other regions that just have a very similar taste profile. So that's why brutes are cheap and champagnes are expensive. Sorry, I just thought I'd throw it out. Kind of like cognacs and coming from the cognac region, whereas everything else is just brandy. Yes. Yep. They are. Yeah. They're, uh, I just think it I was. reminds think me of the stupidest fun. debate I ever had with someone. They told me that cognac was a whiskey and would oh, not accept it. And I was like, you're, you're so fucking wrong, but okay. Okay, sure. I'm going to move on to a new conversation with someone who accepts Please Boston. tell me their arguments. I love having this fight with people. It's like they're only arguing. They're so wrong. They you don't want to do it. Store, so they knew. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> I hate when people, they come up and they try to argue like, oh, it's a whiskey. It's a bourbon. It's bourbon. It's whiskey. And I'm like, oh, there's like, four rules i don't want to are we gonna like because you know like bourbon it's like over 51 corn Asian virgin american oak and then like newer rule in bourbon is that it has to be Asian america it used to be bourbon county kentucky but then we got lazy because we realized one county which doesn't allow you to drink alcohol i'm fairly certain in bourbon county (laughs) Don't quote me on that. Might be a myth no, that no, I heard. No, you're right. No, because uh, Jack Daniels is in Bourbon County, Kentucky. Okay, then yeah. And Because I know you can't drink in the same county as the Jack Di- or Jack Daniels Distillery, which is hilarious. Right. So they will literally <laughs> give you coupons to, to go to like a bar in the next county over. Literally can't drink in the county Jack Daniels. Not even in their tasting room or anything. Just yep. fucked. It's it is so funny to me. And I, I just can't imagine I don't get it. doing a tour at Jack Daniels, being super excited, excited, buying a $65 sweatshirt and then and getting a $5 off coupon for like the bar down the road. I, I don't know what I would think. Yeah, I, I could tell you it definitely wouldn't live up to going to the Jameson distillery. Uh, but back on to oh, uh, the Scrumosa, or the Mimosa oh, yeah. driver. Uh, this is the the prickly Scrumosa, Scrickly Mosa driver. Uh, How about like the fun like, plan where it's like Mo-driven. Um, Mo-driven. Like an M and like an M-I spelling. <laughs> I, I would recommend if you actually decide to make the uh, infused prickly pear 
gin or vodka. Probably not the gin in this. It tastes fucking delicious. And, you know, even if you were to, like, do the same kind of not really a float on top with, like, a raspberry vodka or some other, like, berry vodka, it would taste delicious. Um, But you won't get that beautiful, like, tequila sunrise color going from kind of red at the top fading into pink and then a reddish orange and then orange and more of a yellow at the bottom. What do you do for like your, cause you do a lot, like, I think you do more, more alcohols than syrups, but like, I guess like, what's the difference there? And like, what do you do? Like in just like a quick stamp, you know, for my infusion. Cause you've done alcohol. I've, I've tasted your alcohol and syrup ones. So I guess like, what's the variation and what's like the quick rundown without like going and smashing that like button. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, so I guess this is three parts orange juice to one part champagne and probably a half a part of the vodka poured on top quarter of a part or less less than a quarter of a part um just enough so i can start seeing that pink on the top and after a minute it'll turn a bit darker Uh, but to make the infusion i took about a cup and a half of vodka added the guts of one prickly pear minced up let that sit in my fridge for about a month and at the end of that, I strained it out through a wire strainer, removed the bits of prickly pear. At that point, it's turned a deep red. Um, and it, it has a little bit of a syrupy sweetness to it that it also pulled out of that prickly pear. And it and is people are, like prickly pears like look scarier than they are, right? Like people would be like, like Right, it's like a bright red or pink colored pear that when you're buying in the grocery store, it won't have the spikes remaining on it, but it's a cactus fruit. So if you think of a cactus that has kind of like that almost pear-shaped thing at, at the edge of it, that's a prickly pear. And they're full of kind of a, a refreshing, not super sweet sweetness, but they have a pear-like taste and sweetness but not as sweet as a pear okay i just i i know people get like nervous about things they haven't seen and i freaking love any version of a pear oh i love prickly pears they are just delicious we never figured out if we were right right about pears like if a pear and a prickly pear were the same family like the high sugar concentration. We won't get fairly, I just, I just, Well, I know they're separate families. I don't think they're nearly the same in sugar content, but I'll look that up. Um, but I'll throw it to Andrew while I do that. Um. Uh, yeah. So what I'm drinking tonight, I didn't want to drink anything heavy or strong um, because I just worked for like, Feels like you need to. It took like a long time to get to you. I feel like you should start drinking a lot more really fast. (laughs) I was just not about uh, (laughs) not about drinking tonight. Um, So I had a uh, my roommate 
made a, a dinner with a dry uh i'll drink some of that um so it's a Sauv Blanc. It's uh, I thought it was a local winery, but it's not. It's a uh, Matins Matt Matt Matins Matt Matt got a bad pronunciation. Matins <laughs> Creek Winery. No, that's the name of the winery. <laughs> uh, I I love wine. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> um and it's it's from Sonoma. Uh, so it's a it's a U.S. winery. Um. It's got a good smell to it. We did the wine wine show a couple weeks ago. It smells dry, which is kind of funny, but it, it really does. It actually smells dry. Um, did and... you say the grape? I'm sorry. You cut out for a second earlier. Did you say the grape already? It's a Sauv Blanc. Okay. Um, so a dry white. A white wine. Mm-hmm. I'm not a white wine fan usually. I'll usually get like a dark. What else red. do you think, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> I'll usually get like a um a dry dark red uh when I drink wine, but um this one's okay. It's a little more acidic than I'd like it to be. It kind of I can it like the acid in my throat I can feel pulling up after I drink it and I'm like, eh. Um but it's got a good taste to it. It's drier, which is something I like. Uh, so yeah, it's a pretty decent glass of wine. I'm sure it was cheap because my roommates are very cheap when it comes to wine. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm sorry that like yes, I understand factualness, but like just like on out of nowhere, like I can tell it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it was probably less than ten dollars they don't spend much money on wine like <laughs> i would have said like my champagne roommates bought a bottle of wine clearly not that no, mine doesn't sound better <laughs> for mine <laughs> so yeah just a glass of wine tonight because it wanted to be a kind of an easy relaxed night for the show um but uh, yeah, so that's what we're drinking tonight. Uh, Quinn, you were looking up an answer on that pear question. Did you want to share what you what yeah, you learned? Yeah, so the the, like I said, the prickly pear and pears themselves aren't related at all. Um, prickly pears okay. actually contain a different type of sugar than um, most fruits will and like table sugar. Um, it actually is a much healthier sugar for you and why you're starting to see prickly pears pop up in more health conscious restaurants or actually they have been for a while, but they're starting to show up in more restaurants now um, as, you know, something that's being utilized because it's a way to add sweetness, but without certain negatives from general sugar. Can I just ask like, and I know there's no like skull scale for sweetness, but like, is it supposed to be like sweeter than any average, like, parameter that we could use or like is it just uh from my wondering. very fast google search i did not find an amount of like grams of sugar per like average uh for pears and prickly pears and i was looking but more for I like they know. tend to be more sweet than your average american pear like i mean you know whatever i was wondering i mean from my experience i think they're a little bit less sweet but they also they're more like watery almost, right? Oh, they're packed with water, essentially. Uh, well, like like a normal rare. pear is too, but they're more dense in texture. Right, and they have a crispiness to them 
and a yeah. prickly pear has a really soft flesh with seeds everywhere, which makes it kind of hard to just eat because the seeds are like rocks. So they're generally juiced or um, infused. Oh, all right, let's bounce on to the next one because nobody likes any fruit with a bunch of seeds. That's why watermelons <laughs> don't have them anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, what we're moving on to next is going to be introductions. So this is going to be pretty much all you, Ashley. I swear to God, I'll keep it short. I know Quinn's like, fuck, please don't talk for a long time. <laughs> well, you're good. I love to talk. I'm a chatterbox, but um, I'll just roll through my quick bartending background. I went through a bunch of really weird seasonal jobs when I went to college, and then I got a job as a host, server, then started as the bartender, or a bartender. I wasn't the only bartender at Fridays, and um, that was a really cool place to learn in a corporate setting because you do learn all of the classic cocktails and everything. I've never made a perfect martini, but I can tell you the exact measurements that go into it. And it's been 10 years, so, you know, it was a great place to learn. Then I went to, um, oh, a fancy <laughs> a fancy restaurant. I uh, did a fancy restaurant, did some of their cocktails for a long time, which is the best place. And then I ended in a college bar, which, as you can guess, made me leave bartending because it was horrible. If you're a college student, be who you are you're terrible like go away but <laughs> I, 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 if, anybody if anybody disagrees say it now because it's not true but um and then i i still work in alcohol i work for a panther distillery there are no citizens minnesota they do all bourbon and whiskey it's awesome and i don't know where my career will take me but I know that I will more than almost 100% end up in the liquor industry. I love drinks. I love, love alcohol. That's that sounds bad, but <laughs> I love I love just like the constantly changing atmosphere. New things come out. I love mixing cocktails, and I think the whole thing is just awesome. So that's yeah, that's the quickest background I could do. Um. One question I have is, uh, you you just kind of said you work with Panzer Distillery. Can you kind of get into like what you do with them? Uh, so I'm the sales manager. So basically, like, so we, since we manufacture the like bourbon and whiskey, I don't. Uh, so we have a distributor, which is Dunson Phillips. Not trying to shout anybody out, but that's who they are, and um. <laughs> They have their own individual sales reps who go into out of stores every week. Basically, the point is, is that my job is to support the brand. I do different like marketing things in a store or open up new lines in a store or things like that. Uh, so you I'm, I'm supposed you to expand. sales in a way of saying? I'm supposed to expand. I get the okay. stores to bring in more stuff or do bigger displays and yeah i manage the sales which is relative i suppose i mean i've definitely tried some 
Panther that you've shared with me um, back, I think, when you were kind of starting out there. And I liked it. It was good. I tried to get you to start cooking with it. Um, <laughs> I, I seriously that that's what it was. I, I, I know you tried to convince me to start pork, cooking pork with fun. it, but it was too expensive. And I think my favorite part too is that I'm a vegetarian, and I was like, "Can you just make the pork with this?" <laughs> <laughs> I need this, Quinn. Please. <laughs> Oh my god. It is really, it is it. really delicious and not to like product place because I also was a marketing major, but our ordeal bourbon actually is the most delicious, in my opinion, of the entire lineup. And it's it's actually cheaper, so you know I'm not, not lying. The other things, obviously. That's what I mean. <laughs> so you heard it here first. You need to go out and buy some Panther bourbon because it tastes pretty fucking good. Uh, hashtag Panther Distillery, not a sponsor. Hashtag no one sponsors us. Hashtag I was I was thinking like hashtag cakes. the down arrow oh and like lower price. <laughs> like, like, no, don't do hashtag that punch. though. Oh boy. All right. Um, with that, we will roll right into our uh, drink segment. Ashley, you have a, a lineup of drinks that you are going to teach us about uh, how to do the right way. Well, I will say that that's not what Quinn said. <laughs> but I do have a lineup <laughs> that I have like, variations for. <laughs> so. Um, I guess if we're gonna be factual to my new knowledge, um, the the coolest thing I ever learned, I think, in like mixology classes and stuff, is that the Manhattan is actually based on the proportional concept two one two. Be a code for Manhattan. That's the fun part, right? Okay, no, neither of you responded, but okay. So so it's two ounces of like bourbon, one ounce of vermouth, and two dashes of bitters. Two, one, two. The code to Manhattan. Uh, Second chance. Anyone gonna say anything? <laughs> and well, like, so a, a brandy one, you would substitute in, you know, brandy instead of the bourbon. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking more like old fashions because only like real bosses drink Manhattans, but like, yes, and so. The, so that's the crazy thing too in the Midwest is like it drink should I do my own interest number two is the old fashioned and which like uh in the Midwest only the Midwest is where it comes with an orange slice and cherries like muddled up that's not a thing like an actual old fashioned is, is like bourbon water dash of bitters fuck I think that's it like yeah well so but the, the the variation i was gonna say was for an old-fashioned like midwest style where you would normally muddle like one to two orange slices and like two to three 
three cherries. These are obviously corporate measurements. And you could muddle any fruit, really. I mean, you could switch a cherry, which obviously what would be... What is the strangest fruit you've you've thrown into an old-fashioned? I did go on, like, a 15-minute rant at one drink thing about a... <laughs> I don't even remember what pear it was now. It was just red. That's all I remember. And I just, like, went on this whole thing. But um, the craziest thing I got was, is it a yuzo, that, that one that's, like, spiky yuzu? on the outside? They're, like, little and spiky on the outside. And kind of, like, a citrus flavor? Like, the inside is, like, yeah, like a white pear thing. Yep. Yeah, use it. No, you like ha- hate pears for whatever reason, but like, yeah. I love pears. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, no, that was the weirdest thing I ever got. I, I had a drink day at one thing, and I pulled it out, and I saw this container. It's like what the kiwis come in, but I saw them spiking out at me, and I thought, what is this? You know, what am I supposed to do with it? And then I start cutting into them. I got a pitting in the damn thing too you know like what do I I mean I don't even know how to use that I don't know what he's like and then I gotta pit all these things and shave them off of their spikes you know that was the craziest thing I've ever seen in a drink thing yeah okay so what's the variant you have for the old-fashioned I think old fashions, you can honestly throw, throw like any muddleable fruit. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but like, like muddleable fruit into it because that's the whole like Midwestern old fashioned thing is that you get this fruit like throughout it. I, I think people just like want to pretend they like bourbon and they don't. I want to throw a fruit out that honestly, I don't know if it'll work, but if we're just throwing it out, I'm going to throw it down. Yeah, what is it? Pomegranates. A what? Pomegranate. Oh, that... I could see that working pretty well. But, like, do you muddle it first, or do you leave bursts of flavor through the glass? You know what I mean? I feel like if you muddle it first, you have to pour it through a strainer, because you don't want any of those seeds. Yeah, because that's the worst part. Yep. Or you can leave those little bursts that should sink to the bottom. Because if they float to the top, fun fact, that's how you can pick out the pith and any spoiled seeds. They will float to the top of water. Good seeds will sink to the bottom. Oh, yeah. Actually, I okay, yeah, I just learned that too. Uh, yes, but yeah, it makes I me think, nervous, but no, I think pomegranates are awesome delicious i think so too and i think that could be really good in an old-fashioned you just if you're gonna muddle it i feel like you have to put that through a strainer or else if you do both and then you have those little like pearls of pomegranate bursting flavor i think that would be really good so you both muddle it and have it in like just pomegranate juice even though i feel like pomegranate juice is always so much more bitter than fresh like pomegranate what if the juice came from the fresh seeds? Then we're looking at oh, a yeah. different story. You know what I mean? Oh, we're looking at something that, delicious. It, pomegranates happen to be my favorite fruit, which people are very offended by, but I love them. And I know they're a so big good. bitch, and like, I don't care. <laughs> oh, so long as you clean them underwater so you don't have to deal with 
red super staining everywhere in your kitchen. They're so good. I actually clean them into a like like a mixing bowl filled with water because yeah, those mm-hmm. white membrane things will stay at the top and then see they'll sink down. But I still get shot in the face with a bunch of fucking pomegranate juice the whole time. Try like, doing it in your sink and do it entirely underwater. You'll never get hit in the face again. Well, we could, that is, I'll actually text you about that later, but like we could do a whole thing about pomegranate. So let's just like, what's the, what's the next question? Uh, so next oh, and up, the old, no, go on, sorry. Go on. No, I was just trying to be a dick. Oh, uh, you were talking, you also had a variant for the bulldog. For the Colorado oh, Bulldog. Oh my god. This is literally like if people could get famous for having great ideas, I think that's literally what happens. But if, if they could do it, this would be so, one of them. Are you sure you want to share this here where everyone at home can steal your idea? I can almost well, no, I know enough about patents and copyrights and shit. Nobody can steal this that you can patent it even if you want to. But copyright it's recipe but still uh, so you're hearing it here first an exclusive <laughs> amazing take on the colorado bulldog take it away i'm just saying a colorado bulldog is originally a tall glass and you put a shot of vodka three quarters of a shot of Kahlua, coke and cream you pour the cream over the top such as the floating thing you said right i have always done and and i drink cream drinks like it's my business like i don't people are like oh i can't drink cream drinks all night I'm like, well i will so calm down i am and, one of those people <laughs> you can or you can i can't because a a close friend of mine gave me a cement mixer and has since ruined lactose and alcohol and it, it is now something that, that fills me with fear. And what a delicious shot, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I thought he meant like a real cement mixer. I was like, I don't know why that has anything to do with our <laughs> Okay, anyways, the point is all you have to do is do a Colorado Bulldog and you do root beer instead of Coke, and it tastes like a root beer float. And oh, that sounds amazing. It is delicious. All right. I don't so I'm love a lot of desserts. Then. I'll take anything that has marshmallow, chocolate, and graham cracker. I don't know. I love. Oh, give that to me as like a float with ice cream instead of the cream or with the cream, even. Oh. Jesus oh. fucking Christ. You know what Why I mean? didn't we know this I told before, you this before. Our episode? Quinn, you always come up with like an idea. It's like, Actually, your idea is good, but Quinn just had an idea that was like a little bit better. <laughs> like, oh, not true. If if it wasn't for your idea, I never would have thought this. of an amazing, amazing float off of an amazing, amazing bulldog. Uh, well, now I'm getting worried about time constraints. Should we like like get really strict to the strip? Oh, don't worry. Uh, we're not. <laughs> What time constraints? (laughs) That too. I don't. Well, the show regularly lasts longer than we want it to be. (laughs) Okay, Andrew, you were the one who was getting all weird about it before, so like, don't act like I wasn't helping. 
And I, honestly, I would love I, for this show to last 30 minutes. It'll never happen. Never. I would never. hate for are it you, to last 30. I would cut, love for it you, to last 45. Are you not going to cut an edit? Like, what's happening? I will cut and edit a few things, but basically Wait. everything goes in. Oh, so we're just going to trust you to cut and edit the show then? I, I'm yes. sorry. I'm just being mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Sometimes I think it'll be funny, and I just decide, even if it's not, fuck it. So, the gimlet, right? Yeah, my favorite drink of all time, except for offensive dive bars. So, what's your variant on the gimlet? So Heavy alcohol and citrus drinks are a little harder. Like, so you don't want to, you know, you don't want to change a classic drink. So, like, a gimlet, lime juice, simple syrup, classically, nowadays, whatever. You don't want to, like, change the drink. So, seriously, though. But, but you don't want to, like, change a drink. So, there's a couple of very classic options you could take. You could switch out a citrus. Oh, you could do a lemon, which is like honestly edging up really quickly in a lemon drop. Or there's a ton of different like orange variations that you could do. And I don't mean like orange flavored, I mean like like blood oranges, navel, you know, there's options. Or what I think is really cool is like these um these full on I guess that's what I call them, full on liquor drinks is you could do something super simple with the gimlet and like mash a bunch of like muddle a bunch of blueberries, blackberries, but you could do either mm. one and it would be like super tasty, you know, and like do that in a shaker for like just a couple shakes and any fruit, like pretend that you were coming up with an entirely new drink, any fruit, blueberries, blackberries, mm. mangoes, like whatever. Would you keep a little bit of lemon citrus in there to help pull out more of the berry flavors? Or oh, if I if I was gonna muddle a fruit in it, and I meant that for like the basic at home people, you know what I mean? Like just muddle like three of whatever thing you're thinking of in the bottom. Use your your general gimlet recipe, which if you're actually looking for is like two ounces of gin, one ounce lime juice, one ounce simple syrup, and just shake it. Like, muddle the fruit first, shake it. You can use a very, very basic recipe to make something completely your own. Mix two fruits together. So when you tell your guests you've got two fruits to say. I mean, like, there's a bunch of options. So for those of you listening at home, uh, I guess key takeaway is start experimenting with the fruits you have at home uh, when you're playing with drinks kind of like the Gimlet or other, uh, you said citrus-focused drinks, right? That's my favorite. But anything you do, like, I think the if it's a if it's a heavy, like, like a martini where liquor and whatever the other variants are are the main focus, you can add, add fruit to it. I mean, you can add fruit to almost any drink, but those are the ones where you can use a base recipe and make something Completely your own, very easily. Awesome. Uh, so, 
kind of moving on from there, um, Andrew, would you like to introduce kind of our our mini game segment uh, that we're going to have Ashley play? Wait, I have a question first. Um, oh, go for it. Uh, teacher, what if the only fruit I have, because I'm a, a poor college student, is a rotten banana? Can I use that? Do you have money for alcohol, or is it just Philip's vodka in the house? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just asking. you. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> Let me think back to college. It's not Philip's, it's Taka. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You somehow it's made a worse enough. decision. <laughs> I did make it worse. Can't worse get right in any sort of like black velvet then. Okay, whatever. We'll just roll it. Um. Well, if you're gonna make a sangria, which I don't know if you heard, but if you throw a rock, you can hit a wop with it, and, <laughs> and a banana doesn't really work. <laughs> Bananas don't absorb anything, and they don't give any flavor to anything. Bananas are highly starchy, and they don't they don't give off any flavor and they don't like they only add flavor to something you eat a banana in. you can't give a banana flavor to something else tell that to every banana laughing taffy you ever ate but it's disappointed you know what i mean oh i'm like, i'm sorry i have to jump in there <laughs> banana laffy taffy is amazing yellow yep. <laughs> yep. i am that weird person who likes the banana popsicle and the Banana Laffy Taffy and the yellow star. Do you like flavored I know the- things? I mean, uh, purple flavored things. Not to me. So I learned to like them. Um, that that could very well be it, but I love those, especially the yellow popsicle that tastes like. But no, yellow, I have an answer. Not to be the one to get everyone on subject, I love tangents, but I actually have an answer. If you have just the bananas and the alcohol, just do a fucked up bananas foster. I don't know why that took me so long. Jesus Christ. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, in it, but I know it has bananas burning. and alcohol, and you like the shit on fire. Yeah, kind of like a burning Alaska. Except that's. Bananas Foster, though, is like, isn't it just like straight up bananas, alcohol, and then like some like melted vanilla ice cream or some shit? I have to check on that. Uh, desserts were not my necessarily my specialty. Uh, bananas Foster is bananas, vanilla ice cream, brown sugar, cinnamon, oh, rum, vanilla liqueur. And what's the difference between that and a burning Alaska? A, a burning Alaskan is a stacked like Napoleon thing. Oh, yeah, that's that's a meringue. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, not even close to the same thing. I do, I do really like to bake, so that yeah, I know the desserts. Well, we'll move on from our desserts tangent that I sent us right barreling down and into Honestly, our, none uh, of it was your fault. It was all quick. <laughs> into our <laughs> variants of uh, some cocktails game. Quinn has some uh, quick hitting, quick hitting like- cocktails to throw out and Ashley's going to have to figure out uh, how she would change it. I think that's what your, what your, uh, your goal is here, Quinn. 
yeah, just first thing that comes to your head, how would you, how would you vary this? Um, like what, what would your variant be your, your take and change on it? Um, so we'll start out with something a little bit easier, a Boulevardier. Uh, I want to say bitters just because like drinks like that, that don't really have a lot of like their ingredients need something and i want to say like some like tiki bitters so for our listeners at home a boulevardier is uh, something close to my heart and i bet you'll guess why it has campari sweet vermouth and rye whiskey it, it is the whiskey variant of a negroni i think the bitters would be good in it because unlike the negroni it's not as dry because it substitutes that gin for a bourbon and so long as you're not like super overhanded i don't i don't think it's going to take any like massive jump in bitterness and i think that could taste really good with that that bourbon i think for people trying to like switch up a drink especially like how many times have you gone to a liquor store and saw 13 different kinds of bitters? I mean, like, throw a bitter in there and then be like, oh, this is a cheeky boulevard. You know what I mean? Like, for like people at home who are just trying to, like, switch their stuff up, it's a great option. And I think the hardest part for, like, really heavy all liquor drinks is, like, how do you switch that up? Like, like I don't want to just switch my brand of bourbon while bitters are, like a fun way to play with something that may be really classic. All right. So moving on to our next one, uh, this one's another, I think kind of like blank slate in a way. Uh, I'll see if you agree. The French 75. What well, what would you do to make a variant on this? Oh, it's the socks. Is I, I don't really like champagne. So <laughs> that's always like really hard for me. Um, but I do love gin, so, um, I guess I think, I would almost say, like, the same thing with, uh, uh, the fruit. Like, that's a really easy way to, like, make something a little more interesting, but also, there's flavors of champagne or purees that you can throw in a thing to make what's essentially a, a, a mimosa with a picture in the ass something a little more fun you know what i mean like you can throw a strawberry puree in something and be like oh my god now we've got a strawberry twist or whatever like for the at-home drink mixer i think this is one where like purees and mixins are your thing because you can't switch up the champagne obviously and you're probably already doing a brew which i respect because that's the because you don't want to spend an arm and a leg on the wine you're mixing i respect that champagne's not that good oh i'm not the biggest champagne fan that expensive champagne i'm not impressed so if you want to do like a little bit of gin some fruit juices and also a fun thing too is like this one normally is like a simple syrup so to do and i'm a diehard saint germain girl if there's a simple syrup Ooh. i'll replace it with saint germain in any drink get some of that elderberry taste in there with the champagne and the gin 
yeah and that that's the yeah. thing when people are like you're that something else you're like that's what it was but i'll never tell you saint germain it's so goddamn good and is a perfect segue to the next one uh one that i know you've made many times because i've ordered it many times an irish maid give me a variant on that <laughs> oh god okay and for, um... for our listeners at home if you'd like to explain what a a real irish maid is an Irish maid is basically a whiskey sour, but in this specific instance, it's made with a stout Jameson, which is just amazing. I mean, I will never say anything negative. That is an amazing whiskey that I love. I, I like Jameson. I love their stout cast made. It is delicious. So it's basically that as a whiskey sour homemade, which if you were get like a nice bar that's like lime juice i cut it with lemon and simple syrup and that the irish main difference is that you get some muddled cucumber and quit am i missing anything lay saint germain and oh my god now i feel like an asshole um yes and <laughs> <laughs> it's literally my favorite alcohol i have a hundred bottles in my apartment because I want to make them into a St. Germain table. <laughs> Just connect me, with about a, that. connect me with a gas blower and I'm doing it, but I don't know any. <laughs> but um, yes, I mean, it's, it's delicious. I mean, sours are great, but I think what whiskey really needs and what this drink brings to that is like sweetness to cut the like bite. Every alcohol has a bite, but brown liquor has a different bite than clear liquor right it has a more pronounced almost like bitter bite i'd say generally speaking and i uh, think and the cucumber in an irish made right and i i think the cucumber in the irish made helps to temper it so much with its kind of natural kind of subtle sweetness in that cucumber and that that freshness that freshness mixed with the the lemon in there is oh oh it's so goddamn good i talk a lot of shit about uh any ingredient in a drink that can't shine but cucumber if you can taste it in a drink yeah you're right it's a beautiful flavor that like if you can actually it it can get covered up very easily but when you can taste a full on cucumber that's a very just all its own flavor so so give me your variant on this and then i actually have one that i want to share with you if i was gonna vary an irish made i guess i would probably do well i'm not taking the saint germain out even though that was super embarrassing and then i can't change the citrus because i already prepped up the lemon thing so i guess i'd have to change the cucumber what if I went, and this is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not making it today. I don't have all the stuff. Oh, fucking all the way outside the box. Replace it with a zucchini. Hmm. That, I'm interested with this. Because the zucchini is, it has that fresh flavor, but it's a whole lot more tempered, especially raw. And the sweetness isn't as like palatable raw 
but it oh, has it's a definitely more distinct a... flavor on its own. Second place entry, like every time I do anything, but like it's interesting, isn't it? I I'm going to try that. I might try that also with cucumber in it. Uh, but the the variant version I had for you was so keep all the ingredients the same and then add in muddled mint. Well, that's boring. It is, but it's so good in there. <laughs> no, it, it would be really good. I thought you meant like something like crazy outside the box. Nope. Nope. I am in the box. I mean, if you want to get crazy outside the box, make a cucumber cup for it. I literally was going to guess mint as a thing I was forgetting. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, the flavor right. is good, but I thought you were looking for, like, what would you do different? And I was like, oh, shit, you want to get nuts? Let's look. Zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate it because I'm, I'm going to try zucchini now. Well, um, we have to but, so moving try it together because I'm super scared. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, go uh, on. Moving- Moving on to our next one, we have the Corpse Reviver, uh, which for our listeners at home is two parts cognac to one part apple brandy and sweet vermouth uh, garnished with an orange uh, lemon twist. Sorry, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. Things that are so heavy alcohol, it's so hard to like modify the same way that you can modify a drink that has like fun different fruits and stuff like okay so apple brandy so what if you put peach brandy in but what if people hate peach brandy or like sweet vermouth well you can make your own don't worry it only takes 45 ingredients and then it'll be better than the store bought thing like i don't know like i don't have to tell people (laughs) like like, oh you don't have wormwood at your local grocery store Neither does anyone else. Is there a witch in town you can grab it from? Like, I don't you know. Wormswood at um. I like only you know uh, that. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like an ingredient people can find. It's not an easy one. No, that's that's for sure. <laughs> and there's not a whole lot of uses for it. By and itself. I d- I don't want to throw this in too much. You know, again, you can always muddle like a nice fruit into anything and make it all your own i always recommend shaking things in a shaker because i really think cold drinks it accents the alcohol better and it accents the ingredients better but for a drink like this honestly i don't have a fun add-in i would say get fun with your ice cubes get cool glassware because this drink is already what it is so unless you're gonna go get worm would from your local witch and make your own sweet vermouth, then you already know where we're at. So get some fun ice cubes and get some fun glasses. And honestly, that's the most honest I can be. I don't have a fun add-in for a drink that's all different liquors. I mean, you can get the nicest brand, you can get the cheapest brand, but here's where we are. Okay. Um, Was that so I'm, I'm I sorry. Two more, and. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're again, a little bit more on the, the liquor heavy side. Cause I just oh, I'm sorry. search for, I guess I was being, cocktails. I was being mean with that one. No, you can do the heavy liquor. I'm um, sorry. But, uh, so the next one I think is a little bit easier. It's a Mai Tai. I hate tropical stuff, but <laughs> I'm just, that's, that's oh. why I know. I think the obvious thing in this one though, 
now is to like switch up the juices. I think this is like one uh, that is easy for people at home because it's heavier on juices and things that aren't just alcohol. People have a really hard time um, like when you're like, oh, you can swap like gin for rum, things like that. People get very like nervous about switching up that thing. And I think the cool thing about a mind tie is that working with a little more juice volume than you are in a normal, like heavy alcohol cocktail. So this, even though it may just contain like, oh, fuck, what is it? Like lime juice and it has to have pineapple, right? It's uh, a traditional one is white rum, lime juice, orange curacao, uh, oh my god! People syrup who drink white milk. rum. I get well. I can tell you for a fact in the nine bars I've worked in, I've never seen white curacao in my entire life because it's always the blue one, the orange flavor of the core, the blue. Yep, that's yeah, insane. I didn't even know it came in white. <laughs> well, it, it's not white. It's just curacao, but it's not the are, blue curacao. Are you gonna come clean? up this room because my mind just blew up all over it and <laughs> my wife is going to be pissed. <laughs> We're scrubbing for a week. I, I I literally never knew that. I did not know that it came in white. That's insane. A- anyways, point being, the variation I would take on a mind tie is obviously you're already going into trouble direction so maybe in when you can't find white curacao since they don't make it you get malibu that's not a fun variation but that's reality and then like you you switch up the tropical flavors you know and do like pineapple vodka or i want to say spiced rum but i hope people stop drinking that um i forgot your (laughs) Spiced rum. I do. I'm sorry. It's American spiced rum, though. Like real spiced rum is delicious, but the where you can taste the spices. Yeah. This is not a captain. Like I don't even want to talk about it. Honestly, it's disgusting. The point is, I think the fun thing about this one is that it's a taller drink, and taller drinks give people who are home mixing more of an option to mix up the mixer, which is the only possible of Appel drinks. Everybody who drinks the short drinks is on my level and we're just trying to drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think a really fun thing to do with a Mai Tai too is so going back to the pomegranate if you like freeze some of those seeds and use them in addition to your ice because once they're frozen they'll start to float so you actually get them as you sip. Throw something else out that's going to blow your mind. Let's hear it tea straw Ooh. i know right i was excited too would you like to explain to our listeners what a tea straw is uh, so bubble tea uh is it strictly vietnamese or well and so it's a uh, uh, possibly vietnamese drink bubble tea is it has tapioca pearls at the bottom um which are cured in a fashion that i'm sure pronounced and <clears throat> so Spirif- basically purification <laughs> so basically the straw is big enough to pick up these ta- tapioca pearls into your mouth but have like 
almost the same bursting motion as a pomegranate, but with a different texture. And it's uh, it's a very common drink in the I don't Asian actually cultures. And <laughs> let me look where bubble tea originates its popularity. Uh, Singapore. Uh, place of origin was in Taiwan. Yeah. Japanese was right. I'm checking for my own geography. I don't know if that's the right word. What are you checking for? Like my own, like I, because bubble tea is like Vietnamese, but I don't know like where it originated. Like that's where it I originated in Taiwan, which is just off the coast of China. Well, I'm just I see it at Vietnamese places. Because don't ever fuck with me about a bond meme. Oh yeah, we we've we've talked about our love of bond <laughs> many times. Um, but so I have one last one for you, um, which is a cocktail close to my heart, and I think is it a Negroni? A bit, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! I, I really thought it was gonna be okay. I, I I started with the Boulevardier, so I figured a Negroni added in there would be a little bit of overkill. Uh, but this is the White Russian. White Russian? Yep. Oh my god, a girl which I have my, my variant on it, uh, which I'll tell you later. I think, okay, I know I could have done this with the Colorado Bulldog, but there's just so many fun things that you can do with the White Russian. I think people get so put in a corner because it's made with cream and that's fucking bullshit so sorry I'm like, oh my god am i not supposed to... okay whatever anyways oh, you can fucking pray don't so... worry <laughs> well okay so i i've done a white russian with panther or any other brand of maple whiskey instead of your usual vodka base and it makes like a really fall Ooh. twist on it super fun um, I've also done a coffee syrup instead of Kahlua. I've done infused creams, which is super easy if you're doing it at home. Obviously, you just like steep whatever milk or cream you have on the stove with whatever spice you want to infuse with. So I think the thing is, oh, oh my God, I'm so excited. I love my Russians. Like, it's like my favorite drink. But uh, it's so good. I think people get really stuck on the fact that it's like vodka, coffee, or cream. But you can do something with each and every one of those ingredients, and not that you should ever do them in the same recipe. Not that you can't, but I think people try to get too creative, and that's kind of the problem sometimes. It's like, oh, let me do like a basil-infused cream with a coffee and a bunch of nuts, like what, you know, people, they try to do too much. And I think too many changes at once. Right. A, a little less is more, especially in a classic cocktail like that. So like the maple whiskey or an infused cream or something like that is like, I mean, people are going to be blown away either way that you changed up a cocktail. They already know the flavor of, but then like, you know, as you practice and excel that it is 
I'm getting excited thinking about people's ideas. I'm, I, I don't know. Is that a good enough explanation? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so a version of it that I kind of want to play with is replacing the cream instead with a shaken egg white. Mm. Which I, I don't know how that'll go. I think I need to add some cream to it. So it gives it a egg whites normally only add texture, with. not any flavor. Well, they have some sweetness to them, though not a whole lot. No, I mean it could work. I I'm interested. I I'm going to try it, and likely it will fail miserably. God damn it! I wish I was on video because you can see when I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not trying to just be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I made an egg white foam one time at, at Old Cap that I used a quarter ounce of St. Germain with an egg white from an egg and shook it into a foam. And it's like St. Germain, but it took for fucking ever and it wasn't that good. And I don't think it would replace even the piece of shit half and half to get at a restaurant and a cream drink. Okay. No, actually, I'm in an aerated container. Then we'll talk about it. Uh, so from here, we will move on to our final segment. Uh, Andrew, if you want to lead us through this one. Yeah, we're doing some sort of uh, cocktail quiz. Am I right? Yeah, a, uh, a what cocktail best suits you quiz to keep with our recent trend of ending each episode with a blank are you slash suits you quiz. I, I love that Adrian gave you so much shit to use BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed and then you used BuzzFeed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's okay. Looking at you, Adrian. <laughs> All right. Um, question number one is going to be, how would your best friend describe you? Quinn, we'll, uh, we'll start with you. Uh, so what are our options here? We got loyal, <laughs> creative, hilarious, honest, clever, lazy, confident, stubborn, and cute. Well, it's not cute. It's definitely cute. <laughs> <laughs> you technically oh is best friend. I feel like I'm being attacked. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go with loyal. I feel like I'm a loyal person. I hope. I try. Okay, Ashley, are you taking it with us or did you already finish it? Deviled eggs, garlic bread, coleslaw, brownies, green bean casserole, cupcakes, and my favorite one on the list here is wine. Layer of cheese on yeah, top. So I'm making it with smoked cheddar and gouda. And then sprinkling a little bit of shaved parm and gouda on top god that sounds good okay it is. um <laughs> ashley what is your answer for this one honestly my original answer was coleslaw because i love coleslaw but i want to say deviled eggs because if i was actually bringing something that's what i would bring and i only said coleslaw because my grandma just gave me a cabbage <laughs> <laughs> She had high hopes when she began the show. <laughs> We've destroyed those. 
<laughs> I'm realistic. Oh. I've got food in the fridge, bitch. I'm gonna use it, but I also have eggs. So at a regular party, I bring deviled eggs. And I would eat the deviled eggs because they're so fucking good. <laughs> um, I'm not a big cooker. I probably wouldn't bring garlic bread, even though that's fantastic. I'd probably bring wine or like sorbet brownies. Um, I haven't known you. you that even bring brownies wine. from the box. You would bring wine. <laughs> I would not. Make I don't. The I haven't known you a long time, but wine is what your answer is. I'm sorry, but it's that's a, it's. That. You can just get a big cheap bottle of wine. Everyone's gonna be happy. I hope that you don't bring that to any of my parties. <laughs> like super sad. <laughs> okay, sorry, fine. Andrew, but you've been uninvited. I guess I'll bring the taka then, if you want to. I'll make it really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> just inviting everyone that I've known from every podcast situation, except for Andrew, who isn't allowed to come. <laughs> for fear of what he might actually bring to my We my don't party. need He's your sangria wop wine. Just to keep him out. <laughs> sangria wop. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> next question is, what is your favorite holiday? Uh, our options are... Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Easter, Fourth of July, Boxing Day, Day Saint Pat's, Saint Canadian and, and British, <laughs> but Saint Patrick's Day. Day. I hate, I hate all holidays and your birthday, Quinn. It's not my birthday. I hate my birthday for no main reason. I just Called don't me when like it was. having a lot of attention. So. And the, I live in fear of that birthday song being sung to me. Oh, I don't God. know why, but, Isn't but your it birthday is a, a like palpable fear. No. Next month. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, fuck. But I, I was kind you of were close, no though. You were very close. It's almost a month away. It's Ooh. early in February. And all I have to do say is I don't. Me happy birthday, either of you. No, please. that's not on this podcast. No, I'm going to fucking happen. sing to you. Like, no, I was just gonna say, and I know this is gonna be an unpopular opinion. The Fourth of July, since you got fireworks and a fucking parade, now you're better than Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday, and it's been overshadowed the whole time, and I get fucking pissed. So you right, don't let's like roll the, over the that Christmas one. encroachment? Oh, it's not that I don't like Christmas. I can gift like a motherfucking boss. The, the, the fuck, Thanksgiving just doesn't get any. Just it doesn't get any attention. And it just makes you. Let's just brush over it. So I'm I'm really close to taking. I hate all holidays because, but I can't because I don't hate all holidays. I'm just not like a holiday person as much. Just like you like not Halloween. That I'm like Scrooge or Grinchy. Right, that's why I'm taking <laughs> Halloween. I I love Halloween. Kayla and I were originally going to get married on Halloween, but uh, our friends changed their date to Halloween, so we changed ours. Uh, oh my to god! Before this sounds. I'm just gonna like roll past this because it's either getting over really good or really bad. But what if one of you dressed up like the saw guy, and the other one dressed up like the girl with the cage around her face? I don't think I could ever get Kayla to do that costume. Because she hates horror movies. I'm slowly I'm convincing her to watch Silence of the Lambs with me because it's not a horror movie. It's just I an actually, amazing thriller. I hate horror movies too, but my best friend likes them, so I was just trying 
trying to roll through that, but I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're good. This is no, no big deal. Uh, I dressed up Andrew. like a princess last year. <laughs> nice. I'm kidding. I, it was I, I'm going to my friend's wedding next year on Halloween as Silent Bob. Ah, that's funny. So, what what's your holiday, Andrew? Um, I don't like Halloween at all, actually. Um, which I always find weird. People, people, people always find that super weird. I think Why it's because like it? Saint Cloud is such a shit show on Halloween, and I and oh god, gross! Oh, people yeah, just I, make I can, that's I can that's actually that. fair. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. So I've just grown to hate the day and want it over with throughout college. So hope maybe my love will come back for it, but not right now. Um, I'm gonna say christmas i think we did this earlier in the year or in another episode quinn because i remember asking you this question but we did but they they don't have new year's eve on this list was that one of the options is that your you that even say that time. is your favorite holiday so why do you care because it's not it? one of the options it's not, not one of the options option. you only so care because it wasn't an option but not the one you wanted <laughs> well i i on that list i was stuck between halloween and new year's eve but went new year's eve and so I'm taking my number two Halloween. All right. Moving on to our next question. Uh, it's just picking a condiment. Uh, ketchup, Ooh. mayo, relish, mustard, sriracha, pesto, ranch, barbecue sauce, or soy sauce. Pesto. I knew you were going to say pesto, Quinn. I don't know why. Fancy ass bitch. <laughs> I, <like pesto. laughs> I love pesto <laughs> but if I had to pick one condiment what kind of mustard does it look like it looks like a yellow but next to it uh, maybe sriracha. that's a, a whole grain mustard maybe what do you mean next to it what does that mean <laughs> It's if like you behind look at the it. Picture, there's there's something behind it that looks a little bit more chunky. I think we grainy. both know that there's a huge difference between the Dijon whole grain and yellow mustard. So I'll be oh, doing yeah. that. I'll be doing the sriracha then. Okay, sriracha fan. I am gonna do ranch, which is right on point with our our Midwest culture. And Andrew, oh, we are going to be last, friends. Last pick. Really thought we were going to be close after this, and then you fucking go and do that. Well, you picked mustard, and I despise mustard. I did not pick. I picked sriracha. You you wanted to pick mustard. Sure. Why don't you judge me, ranch man? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ranch man. Um, if you won the lottery, new thing. What? What's the first thing you would buy? Number one, a big house or a fancy car, plane tickets, clothes, new phone, shoes with three exclamation points. Uh, I would donate it all. I would pay off loans or debt. I would save it all. Quinn. Quinn? Uh, we both did it. <laughs> well, I do need new shoes, but I would I would trend towards just just trying to save and invest it and hopefully save and invest it and pay off loans eventually. Wishes, though, they're like realities. So, like, what would you do? I'm just kidding. I don't care. Pick whatever you want. 
<laughs> I, I would go for the save it route. All right, Ashley. Um, so I know that every other option is the better idea, but I instantly, before you read all the options, said close, which I don't need any more of, but that is what I would buy so close. <laughs> um, I would pay off my loans or debt and then invest it, but I'm going to put every, pay off loans or debt. Everybody's got a beautiful dream, am I right? and our final one is pick the ink blot that catches your eye and oh it's not not... right uh like mustard yellow and red one this one i remember i like colors stupid i do like (laughs) colors though and that's right right is it in that spot yes the purple and blue or yellow kind of one any of the other ones, but I like colors. I, I really like the turquoise and black. Yeah, That's my eye right? is drawn to that turquoise one as well. I don't know why. You can't pick the same one, Andrew. Yes, I can. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whatever you how want, do you, How do you enter this, Quinn? Is it, oh, I didn't hit the first. Yeah, there we go. Did you guys get your answers? I did. Ah, okay. Uh, we'll start yeah. with Quinn for what cocktail matches your personality. So, I have the margarita, which is <laughs> adventurous and sweet. A margarita is perfect for people who love to have a good time. Mm. You're a social drinker whose idea of a good time is relaxing on a p- patio or beach with a cold drink in your hand. Sure, sometimes you can get a bit messy but that never stops you from having a great night. You're all about good vibes, good music, and good drinks. Uh, I mean, parts of this are kind of accurate. Parts of it are sort of accurate. Um, No. But not really. Oh my god, I cannot believe that that was I I tricked BuzzFeed into thinking I'm, I'm social. Oh, I'm proud goodness. of this moment. It's like a trick. I think it's that like you have a really good quality to be social, but then you're like, human, stay the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like a little different. Max, yep. I've met you. You're like, oh, Ashley, they knew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley, what was your cocktail? So uh, I know I said that I was going to cheat because I took it before, and then I cheated, changed the answers to the one I told you, and got the same answer, which is super unfortunate if you don't like what you got, because (laughs) that's really like, ooh, this is you. And it is a pint of Guinness. (laughs) And I hope it means that I'm... I hope it means that I'm a screaming Irish who's going to come punching me in the face because otherwise I'm pissed. So what's the description it gives you of uh, you being a Guinness person? Reliable and delicious. A pint of Guinness is for people who like to enjoy the good things in life. If you're a seasoned drinker, okay, well, there they got it, who unwinds with something that you know with that hits the spot. Your honest and a loyal friend who does 
doesn't like to complicate things. Okay, well, it just means I'm an alcoholic, right? Because it's like Irish. I mean, no. <laughs> I don't think that's. I like when I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> <laughs> like the Irish people, they're like super into like I'm part of. There we go. I'll have to be an alcoholic. I don't know how I held that Celsius. <laughs> I actually got a kind of a pint of Guinness as well, so this quiz isn't very good. I don't think I fit. Oh my god, uh, that's so embarrassing for you. We don't want you here. <laughs> I don't think I fit most of this other than <laughs> alcoholic part. Some people are closet alcoholics. I'll, really I'll easy trade to fall into the it. Margarita? I know you'll trade. That's why I right when I read this, I'm like, wow, me and Quinn fucked up. Oh, we shut up, Quinn. Backwards. You can be a margarita. Sometimes they get a little <laughs> spicy. <laughs> I mean, maybe Ashley's had a couple to begin with. <laughs> oh, my God. She had him lined up. She didn't even leave. She just had him in a row. Okay, no, I have left. I was going to say I haven't left, but I have. <laughs> Ever. My thing is funny, and yours wasn't, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we uh, come to a close to our show here, which lasted another hour and a half, <laughs> um, We'll just kinda, the guy who edits the videos. We'll just kind of finish off with what uh, whatever else you would like to bring up, Ashley, about your maybe your experiences, maybe any tips for people, um, maybe uh, I don't know anything. We just give you the last couple minutes if you want to talk about anything else. Honestly, I do want to do just like a quick little thing about the drink competition because I got super excited for him the first time I ever did him. The, the second one I did, I brought like 12 trays of different ice cubes with different frozen things in because this competition had different flavored things. So everyone had like peppers and, and flowers and oranges, whatever, like whatever flavor I could have gotten because I just thought my thing in any drink competition is the judges like surprise them and I did that every time but I've always been second but um the well is one of you one of you helping um the funnest one that I did was my last one and it was everyone gets a different liquor. There were six liquors. And then I pulled out the only I didn't want tequila. Tequila, right? First thing I pulled out of the box, burritos. Into a drink, William. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, me and my partner like made it into like a fun oh my god, Glenn, actually a prickly pear margarita. Oh. My god. First time me nice. and uh thing. And 
it's it's always still that balance like the prickly pear like and then we got the doritos which you balance with the lemon seasoning you know i mean happens chance like i mean you just get a balanced flavors Somewhere else, Gwen. What's happening? Are we gonna cut these scenes? No, no. We're saying me friends and I mean like my friends <laughs> asked about it. Okay. Um yeah, I Andrew will do so I feel like I got a lot a little lost in the descriptions where we are in the quote. <laughs> That was good. We were. <laughs> that was. That was exactly. Uh, for you. It's like that was like a last little tidbit, and now you're saying like you were prepared for that to go bad. So that's not great, but what makes me feel better, and I, I don't want anybody to get prepared because obviously it's con constantly a competition but chris is gonna fuck this up so bad the next week guy andrew oh chris yeah. he's my best friend he's gonna fuck this up so don't, nobody tell him anything though either because this would be fucking hilarious oh shit but it's like you're guys think uh, awesome nobody um, say anything I, well, no, I, I won't make him fuck up on purpose, but I want to do better. Okay, sounds good. Well, with well, that... We have, a really, we have a really fucked up friendship. It's fine. <laughs> well, with that, we will uh, we'll hit our closing notes. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. Uh, it's been a great episode. Um, we'll have another guest on next week. His name is Chris, like you just said. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us today and have a great rest of your night.